0: Life Audio. Hi, friends. This is Bonnie Gray, and I'm your host for Breathe, the Stressless Podcast. I'm the author of Sweet Like Jasmine Finding Identity in a Culture of Loneliness. It was the number one Christian biography when it was released in October last year. And I'm so thankful for the listeners who have been supporting me and this show. I want to thank you because we're doing a weekly Breathe podcast show now for the new year. And so I'm just so grateful for an opportunity to have a part in encouraging you as we pause and we get refreshed. Breathe the Stressless Podcast is a time that's just for you, where I'm going to share a quick story to inspire you and share words of affirmation from scripture, as well as a soul care tip, a practical way you can help your body experience God's love and peace and joy. And then we'll end our time with a comforting word of prayer to just Reflect how our hearts are drawing close to God and how God draws close to us. God says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. And that's his promise. We're right now in a wonderful new year, fresh faith series. And here on today's episode, I'm going to be so excited to talk to you about creating new rhythms. Some people like to talk about creating new habits in the new year, but I actually think that is a stressful way about starting new things with God. God says in Isaiah, don't you perceive it? I'm doing something new. I'm making a roadway in the desert, rivers in the desert. God is making a new path for us. And so when we follow him, it is a day by day week by week step of faith. And so it's not so much the goals we want to accomplish, but I want to empower you to move in a new direction. So I hope that empowers you right there. Let's consider today, what is the new direction God may be prompting you to walk towards? What is he asking you to leave and what is he asking you to begin anew? You know, when I was little, I I just really felt excited about life because life is a blank canvas, right? You can do anything, be anything. But when you grow up, sometimes you wonder, can I start over again? Many of us might have regrets about the past year and we wonder, gosh, do I have it in me to develop new routines, new rhythms? And so this is where I want to start off with a promise I shared in the last episode which is about combating stress in episode 14. That in combating stress, we want to write down the things that have stressed us, but we also want to write about things that we want to move towards. And I shared with you that my word for the year is light, based on Matthew chapter 11, verse 38 to 40, because Jesus says, Learn from me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I, I really didn't feel that way as we had wrapped up last year. And one of the things we have is regret. Regret is one of the biggest obstacles to beginning new. You know that new path I just shared about that God talks about that new thing he's doing? Well, regret, a sense of regret can hold us back. But in Joel chapter two, verse 24, verse five, God says, the threshing floors will be filled with grain and the vats will overflow with new wine and new oil. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten. Let me read that promise again to you from God's word. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten. What do you think of when you hear the word, the phrase, restore? And what do you think about when you hear the phrase, years the swarming locusts have eaten? This is where our hope comes from. I want to give you a promise every week on our show this year that will light your way forward. And this is this week's promise. God promises he will restore to you. What is it that you feel God wants to restore to you this year? Well, one of the things that I was sharing with you last time is that I have not exercised in a cardiovascular way for 16 years. When I first became a mom, oh my goodness, I was just overwhelmed with motherhood, just doing the everyday motherhood things. I just didn't know how to make space for exercise. And then three years later, after I had my second baby boy, actually, that's when I started experiencing panic attacks. And those of you who have been with me through season one and season two of Breathe, you you know more about that story. But suffice it to say, I started experiencing anxiety and panic attacks. And when If those of you who understand what that feels like or know somebody that's going through it, it's very hard to do like heavy exercise because when your body is really feeling bad, if you do some really like it's just taking too much out of you. The The heart rate just is too high. It can trigger, at least it triggered me into like maybe more anxiety. I needed to do more calming things. And so it was during that period that I developed um, this wonderful love of hiking and walking and started learning about um, soul care. And that's why we have this show, because I want to share with you what I learned on my journey to lower stress, de-stress, and to experience more joy. I had to learn how to not just know that God loves me, but what are some of the actions I can take to help my body feel that love? We know in our minds that God's peace surpasses understanding, right? That's our mind, but we're to love God with our mind, heart, and soul. And so we may know the truth, but we need to put the truth into action. And so that's what this podcast is about. I'm going to help you put that that truth, you know, in our your mind into action, God's peace and God's joy. When Jesus said, I came to give you joy and give you abundantly. Well, I had to learn that I needed to take actionable steps. So on today's show, when we're talking about creating new rhythms, I wanted to share with you um, a story. You know, I have a friend, that his name is John, and he is a psychologist. He didn't know anything about sumo oranges. There's these sweet, seedless tangerines. It's like a hybrid that took 30 years to develop in Japan. But his father was a farmer, and after growing decades of growing olive trees and navel oranges in California, he decided to pull up all those trees in one orchard and he purchased and invested in planting the new Asian citrus fruit. Called sumo oranges. Well, four months later, John's father died, and my friend John was left staring into the fields he's never farmed before. He wasn't a farmer, and the ground was bare. You couldn't tell anything new that was planted, but John, my friend John, decided not to sell the land. He kept investing in his father's dream. He paid the bills to water the seeds and hired a grower to work the ground. The first year, the seeds grew into saplings. The second year, the branches began to bud and blossom. There were first flowers, but there was still no fruit. Now, what John told me next sparked a new understanding in my heart about how God does his work of newness. What's amazing is this fruit does not come until after the blossoms bloom and fall to the ground. You know, all those hard times that you've gone through, maybe you felt they caused regret. God puts your tears in a bottle to water something beautiful and new in you. Psalm 56, 8 says, you keep track of all my sorrows. You've collected them, all my tears in your bottle. Not only that, in the third year, when the first fruits finally arrive, those first fruits can't be eaten. They're too green and too little. They need to be let go the first fruits have to fall to the ground. The farmers thin the oranges so that they can grow big later. So it's the same thing with, you know, all these new things we're starting with God. When we suffer setbacks or even failure, God assures us, don't give up. This isn't the end. And that's where this passage comes today. In Psalm 126, 6, God says, Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. So, we may be sowing seeds right now. So, whatever it is that you want to begin, you're just sowing seeds to new directions. So, for me, I decided I'm going to try to go swimming. I have an old knee injury. I used to run before I was a mom, but I had hurt my knee. So, you know, starting up again, I decided maybe I should go swimming. I swam in high school. What is something that you enjoy that's physical activity for you? I want to ask you that because this is one of the things I want to talk about as you start new routines and want to start developing new rhythms. Prioritizing our physical um, exercise is really important. Maybe for you, it's walking, but what is it for you? So I used to swim in high school and I thought that might be great because, you know, doesn't put any pressure on my joints, but I've not done it since a very long time in high school. So one of the first things I did is, um, back on my one word, which was light. And Jesus said, easy and light. So I'm like, okay, what's something easy and light, um, research shows, I want to share the study with you. I thought it was very, very eye opening. Okay. Research shows, this is from a scientific journal um, I found by um, Annette Horschman in the University of Helsinki, Finland. She says that research shows that habits are best formed when they are done ver- in very simple, easy steps, starting small. Did you catch that? When you start small and they're easy then the habit formation will come more readily. And it has to be in a comfortable environment. So easy rather than difficult behavior. So I decided, okay, I'm going to try the YMCA. The YMCA is a very comfortable environment for me. I don't feel so intimidated (laughs) rather than like a big gym or maybe going to like, you know, places where there's lots of lap swimmers. Um, So I am going to try that. And I'll let you know in our next uh, episode how that goes. I don't even have a swimsuit. Um, you know, that is for swimming, but I'm going to take my uh, whatever I have in my closet, water shorts and something, you know, easy that I could just go and start swimming with uh, a kickboard. That's my plan. It, that's the easiest route. So I want to ask you, what is something that you can do in the new direction you want to go that's easy? take the easiest route. Sometimes we just set really high goals. What's an easier version or route for you? And, um, so I want to keep that in, uh, have you keep that in mind. And the reason why I shared with you the story about the oranges is because, you know, the fruit isn't seen until much later. I learned for a fruit tree, it's like the fourth year. So, you know, as we go and start our new, trying to create new rhythms, don't get discouraged when it seems there's setbacks or it's not like churning out the way you may exactly have it. But, you know, just try, just explore because it'll be through these simple, small steps. God tells us he's going to restore to us the years, the locus of eaten. I want to just encourage you now and ask you, what is that small step you can take towards a new, um, something new that you can do that's helpful for your body? I shared last time that the physical exercise is one of the best ways to um, reduce negative effects on stress, and it pumps up endorphins. It helps um, your brain produce feel-good neurotransmitters that are called endorphins. So, this is something that is just going to happen and. You don't have to feel like it. Um, You can just do it because you know that when you start that motion, your brain is going to start releasing those endorphins and start small. Rather than saying every day or even three times a week, maybe just do it once and see how it goes. That's what I'm going to try All right, so that is your soul care tip. Now, one thing I want to add to the soul care tip is a prayer practice. One way to really hear God in the new year, because we want God's light, God's promise to really just like seep into our soul and our everyday, is to personalize, to personalize scripture for you. And this is really important that uh, we personalize it. So, one way to personalize scripture, it's called Praying the promises of God. Just take any verse. I'm going to give you some examples, okay? In Genesis 1 2, it says, The earth was formless, the spirit moved. And so the prayer promise I wrote is, Bring order into my chaos. Because at first the earth was formless, but the spirit moved and created, you know, the uh, created from chaos brought order. Another example is in Genesis 1 3, God said, Let there be light. You can personalize by saying, God, bring light into my darkness. We just remember the Christmas story uh, where the angel Gabriel said to Mary, nothing is impossible in Luke 137. Well, to personalize that, we can just say, let it be with me as you say. Let it be and fill in the blank. What is it that we say, God, just let it be. Personalize it. Last example is from Isaiah 46, four, where God says, I will carry you. You are mine. Well, we can just personally say, God, carry me through. And you can fill in the blank. What is it that you want God to carry you through? So I want you to try that this week. Take a scripture that's meaningful to you and make it personal to you. And that's called praying God's promises. And that's something that I do for myself right now. My word is light. God, help me choose what's easier and light for you, uh, for me. Help me choose what's easier and light for me. Help me let go of what isn't. Give me the courage. So let me just end now with a word of prayer for you. Think about what is it that God's asking you? to move in a new direction What's something simple and small that you can begin that's easy and light. And then take a scripture as you're listening. Maybe there's a scripture that can help that you can become, you can make it more yours by personalizing it and you can share that with me. Um, Come follow me on Instagram at the Bonnie Gray. I'll be sharing my verses and I can be able to hear from yours. And this is one day to just one way to just get more support as you create these new rhythms in your life. It's to remember God's promise. He is with you. He will carry you. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this time we have, just to pause and remember that you are our light. You promise you'll carry us through. You promise you'll bring order into our chaos. You promise you'll bring light into our darkness. Let it be with me as you say. Lord Jesus, thank you. And we ask that you help us so that we can move in the direction you're pointing us to in the easy way and light way that you're going to be teaching us. And so we can learn from you. Thank you. You're with us in Jesus name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Remember to follow me on Instagram at the Bonnie Gray. And I'll be able to share more of God's light with you through the promises, just to like bring light into your day. Sign up for my Breathe newsletter. It's new. I'm starting it this year. I want to empower you with sharing links to the articles that I refer to for the scientific studies. That I refer to on our show so you can share it with your friends, encourage your friends, and just share the light. You are the light, and we can encourage and empower each other. Just head over to thebonnygray.com breathe to sign up for the Breathe newsletter and tell your friends about it. Next time, we're going to be talking about mindfulness. And we're going to talk about it from a faith perspective, because when we know God is with us, we can do powerful things with Him. Remember, you're loved, you're cherished. Just rest. See you next time. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast, a production of LifeAudio.com and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. To learn more about Bonnie Gray or to check out any of the resources she mentioned in this episode, just head over to her website, thebonniegray.com, or check out our show notes. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, head over to lifeaudio.com.
1: Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with Hyper Gig Speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase in 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit ATT.com slash Hypergig for details. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. And we're hosts of the Kynos Project podcast.
0: Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings.
1: The word kynos means new, and that's exactly what we want to do on our podcast. Bring something new from what is old in our faith.
0: And on this show, you might hear us explore topics like what the Bible has to say about student loan forgiveness, discuss how the satanic temple affects our view of religious liberty in America, or even question why is it that so many people are having rapture anxiety.
1: To learn more about the podcast, go to lifeaudio.com.